You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. We're back. It's episode 282 of the New Utah Podcast coming at you from the studio, uh, the day before this gets released, like normal like recording normal. times. We pretty much did the last month in one week. No, I did not go to Hawaii and get a voice change operation. Uh, <laughs> this is this is towards the back end of a cold that I picked up, thanks to some friends in Hawaii. <laughs> um, but we were in Hawaii for the last two weeks, more or yeah. less, between uh, the uh, the four of us here. Uh, you know, we, like I said, Jeremy went a little earlier. Uh, we went a little later. We stayed a little later. He left a little earlier. I think we all stayed about the same amount of time. Ten days. Except for Mark Ten and Brandy, who are yeah, still there. Yeah, who are still there for another couple of weeks. Bastards. Island hopping. <clears throat> um, so, because we just did that thing, and we're going to have lots to talk about in a personal sense, this is not going to be a show quite a bit about Utah. It's going to be mostly about the trip to Hawaii, I think. <laughs> it's going to be um, a trip about Utahns in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly enough, the uh, amount of Utahns quite a saw. few Utahns, yeah, that weren't part of our party. It was interesting. We did bring 31 Utahns we to did, the island, though. Like the ATV thing? Like half the people on our ATV tour were from Utah. Yeah, there was that other group of like six from, like, from West Utah. Jordan or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, in the airport, there were tons of people with like you garb on and stuff too. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we want to start? Let's start with some, some more recent events that maybe people yep. care about. You put, who put, someone put pumpkin harvest. That's on me. Here. So, Jeremy. So we got back. Of course, when we left, the AC was running. When we got back, it was like 36 degrees. So, um, I typically leave the pumpkins on until the vines die or Halloween, whichever comes first. So we got back and all the vines were dead. So it's like, okay, it's time. I was pleasantly surprised we ended up with probably 20-ish pumpkins. Wow. Wow. And of everything in our lousy garden this year, like, I was really surprised. And we ended up with probably three or four giant ones. Is that what the whole... All front over the porches? Yeah. Oh, I thought you went and bought all those. No. There's like 30 pumpkins. Yeah, the whole front Do you have any like good eating pumpkins? Because those aren't good eating pumpkins. No, no. We didn't. Those are our painting and So, yeah, we paint, we'll paint and carve these and then give them to the chickens after we're done. But no, we didn't. I didn't plant any eating Sean pumpkins. wanted to do pumpkin carving as a family while we were in Kauai. She Who? asked like four times. Who our did? daughter, Sean. Oh, Sean wanted to. Like four times she asked if we could pumpkin carve. And we're like, no, we're not going to carve a pumpkin and leave it on the porch of a house that we're not going to be at. And especially in Hawaii, that sucker would rot and mold out oh, so fast. Yeah, that was that was crazy. <clears throat> so we had so everyone got there. We all had places that we rented. <clears throat> Sorry, you're going to have to forgive me. I'm going to be doing that a lot tonight. Um, and we got texts like so. We got there Thursday, and we got texts like. Monday afternoon, Tuesday, like, hey, our food's starting to mold that we bought when we first got here. And I was like, ours isn't molding. Like, we had a whole bunch of shit set out for a while, too, and then put back in the fridge. Like, probably not the best health standards, by the way, for food storage, but whatever. Uh, And that wasn't molding. I'm like, I don't understand why everyone's food's molding. So then we bust out, uh, I bust out some croissants and stuff to get ready for uh, uh, our hike on Friday. I, I do that on Thursday 
and they're all yeah they're like all moldy super moldy anything that was f- like fresh like fresh baked stuff so or like the, the like the bread that we bought like the just the regular bread was fine yeah, but the new croissants that we brought those were all moldy. so our bagels we bought two bags of plain and cinnamon raisin i don't know for the kids by the second day so like i should say they opened up had one or two of costco each. bagels yes okay closed them back up like one, two days later, tops. I go to open up the plain bagels. They are completely molded out. Yeah, I think you had to put those in the fridge. Yeah. Like, wow. So then, then we stuck everything in the fridge. But yeah, you're just used to here. You don't. I mean, yeah, well, it's so dry and yeah. it's, and it's not 80 degrees and 80% humidity the whole time. So yeah. But that's the same thing with like the fruits and stuff, like the fresh fruits from the market. You have to eat them in a couple of days. You can't, or put them in the fridge because they're, yeah. they don't stay good. Like those bananas were going bad in a day. Oh my God, the bananas! Those which ones? Apple, so banana, the apple, apple bananas. bananas. Yeah, those were so amazing. They're stumpy good. little bananas compared to what we get, but <laughs> they're oh, they so sweet. So they're so delicious. And the pineapple. That yeah. we, I, you know, honestly, out of all the fruits, pineapple is probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah, the fresh. Just because mangoes. you can still like kind of oh. get a pineapple here, and you guys, you guys missed that. We'll, we'll come back to the food. okay. Yeah, let's come back to the food. Let's, so, let's do a couple so other things. Pumpkins, so, yes. So I was able to harvest. Well, and speaking of that, I turned off my water like, I don't know, three weeks ago, and I my yard's the greenest it's been all season, and I haven't had water running in like three weeks. Well, and the city shut off the water while we were gone. Oh, yeah. Which is good for the lawns that we mow that people don't turn their water off. Because they just leave it on forever. So, let their lines explode. But, yeah, so, yep. Uh, one other thing. So we had our dog um, in holding for the last couple of weeks. In um, holding? <laughs> so, so our, our dog trainer uh, that we go to, that we go to day camp, we do training, group training, private training, all that stuff with, um, they, and we'll have them on at some point. Uh, we did a two week boot camp with Phoebe. So we dropped they her off. Us- so they usually take her when we go out of town. And what we like about them is they take your dog home. So your dog isn't just like in a kennel. Um, and so. they get to go to all of the classes and all of the things that, 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 that whoever's watching them does for the, the training school. And that's for just like a regular yeah. like, overnight, like, like long two or three weekend or training. So because we were going to be gone for almost two weeks talking to them, they're like, well, we think a boot camp, a two week boot camp would be great. And so basically we drop her off on a Monday. We pick her back up the Monday after we get back. Uh, and during that time she is constantly being worked. So it's not just like she's at a day school day, like she's worked all day. She, We've seen them like in group classes. They take some of the dogs that they're working with uh, on the boot camps, the extended stays. They're in the group classes doing the things the group classes are doing. They do special stuff with them. They take them home. They take them out to the pet store with them when they go to the pet store with their pets. Um, and it's pretty intensive, and we have specific behaviors that we're trying to yeah, work you, on. With you let kids. them know what the problems are, or what you want to work so like on, and jumping up on people or barking. Yeah, but and for us, door. it's for her. It's it's aggression. She doesn't like men. Her reactive aggression. It's not just men. No, but she's that's also the worst. got. No, it's not the worst. The worst is is medical staff. That's true. She doesn't so, like people like that are... severely aggressive towards any type of clinical slash medical staff. Oh, it's so really she weird. Goes in for her checkups or whatever. Hmm. Oh, she can't right now. She's not in a condition that we could actually have her checked out right now. So uh, anyway, um, so she's got some real reactivity issues, some fear-based reaction issues. That's that so weird. Seeing as how you got her when she was a pup, you wonder I where know. that. Comes I don't know where from. it comes from, and it's not like we take her everywhere, right? We take her all over the place. Well, it's not like she was abused or no. I mean any of those kind of things. That's just odd. Huh? Sometimes it's just dogs have 
a, a fear. Not just, just like people. Forms, yeah. Um, fears aren't rational. <laughs> so, but you can train that stuff out, and that's what we were having them work on. Well, anyway, so we get there Monday, uh, yesterday uh, afternoon. We're both super excited. Bria is like been waiting for like an hour on the floor anxiously to go get her dog. Because I didn't, I didn't work yesterday. I knew that I like the washer and dryer were coming at at that point. I'd, when She's I took it off, I didn't know that, me. but and I knew that there would just be things, and especially because of stories that we will remit later. Our Sunday when we got back was extremely busy. So anyway, uh, we go there to get the dog on Monday and we get there and the Danielle, the, the manager of the day camp is who is the one who usually boards Stevie. Uh, she's gives me this really confused look and she's like, what dog are you here for? And I'm like, Phoebe Rose. <laughs> and she's like, oh, she's not here. She's with And at Robin. first I thought she was joking. I did not because I don't think that woman jokes, <laughs> but she's like, Oh, she's not here. Where is she? Well, she's with Robin. She's at Robin's house. And we're like, oh, we thought we were just supposed to come and pick her up. She's like, usually with like boarding trains and stuff, you need an appointment to pick her up because they want to spend like an hour with you going over all the stuff that they did, what you need to take over when you get to the house. So you're not undoing what they. Yeah. So you can continue that training regimen and continue to do the things that they did to continue because Look, probably 90% of dog training is actually you and not the dog. It's more people training than it is. Dog yeah, it really training. is. <laughs> um, and, and like she had a, an appointment with a chiropractor last Friday to try and do some adjustments. And there's a whole story behind that that maybe we'll tell at some point uh, later. But long story short, she's not there. And we're like, what the hell? So <clears throat> we leave because Robin lives out by us. I'm going to take her stuff. And we're like, okay, well, whenever, you know, whenever. Robin gets a hold of us. We'll kind of talk it out. And in the meantime, Danielle is texting me and she's like, usually, yeah, usually like we do much longer, you know, uh, home away home things. And we had done a boot camp, and they also do a program. The boot camp was more focused in their setting. And then there's another program that they do now. That's like maybe three or four weeks. That's highly geared towards like home life stuff. They, they're at home with them all the time. <clears throat> anyway, Robin's had a really rough I don't know, like month and a half, two months. Um, she's had uh, uh, a very close family member die of COVID. Um, she had, I don't know if it was of COVID actually. Um, <clears throat> she's been doing a bunch of different things with the business. So she's been super scatterbrained. She had a friend today. Yeah. And, and long story short, like she and us were on different wavelengths of like how long she was going to have Phoebe and what she was <laughs> like doing. Like what we confirmed like, technically was our dates. Like, but Robin had it for but more Robin week. had it for another week, like next Monday. So she still got Phoebe. We don't have Phoebe. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine if you know if it makes sense for her to keep her. So we're gonna pick her up before the weekend. But we'll so, pick her up on Friday. So, so speaking of COVID, all this happened after the last recording. So Maya and Tucker went to get oh, the yeah. testing two days before their flight. Maya, they they didn't get vaccinated. So. He, Tucker did, but his second right. shot was the day before. So he wasn't fully vaccinated. So he wasn't fully. So anyway, so they go to get their their two day before, and Maya comes back positive, and this was the Walgreens. So I told her, it's it's rare, but false positives do happen. I would run over to Harriman where they do the free testing, do the rapid test over there, and see what happens. If it comes back negative, then I would make another appointment, go back to Walgreens because you have yeah. to have the Walgreens to go to Hawaii, and just tell them, hey. So, so she did, and no, it came back. And she was feeling fine at the time. Yeah. Well, uh, but by the time we got to Hawaii, Heather said she, she was, was having symptoms. Feeling kind of crappy. But the 
the the sad, funny, ironic thing is the day we get back, I told her, you need to go get tested because they were going to reschedule her for work. And I said, you need to go get tested just to make sure. And sure enough, she's clear. But the day we well, get back. Of course she is because she's <laughs> gone through COVID. Because now it's been two weeks. Yeah. So. And now there's not really a reason to get vaccinated because she has a natural immunity. So. Other than. Well, but. So we kind of talked about that. And I said, well, you want to do some traveling. Yeah, if you want to travel and go places, you really ought to get vaccinated. I just get it. It just makes life, just like all of us here in this room are vaccinated. It's certainly not going to hurt you at this point. And it just made the trip so much easier to be vaccinated. And then for Hawaii, you get the little vaccinated QR. QR. I never never used it one damn time after the airport. Oh, yeah. No, not after the airport. But then it was nice to have it. However, Hawaii is very strict with their masks. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, everywhere. So I can't mind it though. I can't remember what we were doing. We were looking for something, and Cassie and Doran ran into a an ABC store really quick, and Cass just didn't think about it. Like Doran grabbed his mask and stuff, and they just ran in, and she forgot, and she didn't even think about it. And the guy was like, "Hey!" and like literally starts like chases her out of the store. I mean, they didn't have what they wanted anyway, but I can't even remember what we were looking for at that Jonathan. point. Jonathan. We went into Ross after our our boogie board number two instance. Mm-hmm. We broke two boogie boards. So we, we were running to yeah, Ross to get another one, and Jonathan had it in his pocket but didn't put it on and walks in, and, yeah, the guy right at the front, hey, you need a mask. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're pretty aggressive because they're trying to control, especially on that island, they're really trying to control spread. But. Uh, they get world visitors. I mean, the people come from all over the world to visit Hawaii. It is it's not the, locals. the travelers that are the problem. The it is the locals. And and like if you look at like most of the counties in Hawaii, so each island is its own county. <clears throat> they have their own health department that's putting out numbers and stuff, and they're very their contact tracing is really good. I'm not sure if your phone did this, but our phones did, and we turned it on. Gave you the option to be able to um, get an alert if you oh, came near. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're really, really uh, meticulous uh, to get you know in touch with these people that have COVID and make sure where that, were you you know who who they were in contact with where they were at because they really want to keep that spread down, and part of that is is requiring people to wear masks indoors. Um, so well, in an island that small, a pandemic would could. That's 70,000 residents, and they don't have hospitals with major trauma facilities or anything. They don't have hospitals to handle a mass influx of COVID patients. So uh, so totally understandable. What I can tell you, though, is I got a fucking cold, thanks to some of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> Still have it. So uh, I thought it was Roan, and probably was actually Roan that gave it to me. So I would guess that. <clears throat> early on in the vacation, I think it was like the second or third day. So it was after after the wedding. So it had to be like Monday, Monday I think. Yeah. We were over at their their place, uh, which was, can I tell you, uh, just being four doors down I mean, from it's, a friend. You, you guys are super close, like the the three of you, but not really walking distance necessarily. Right. But being four doors down from your friends is so fucking cool because you can just walk over there. Just hang out for a couple hours and walk back, and it's it's not like a thing. Nita would it's hop like, on the bike and just ride the bike over to our house. It would like that's I would love to live in that kind of proximity to all of my friends. Yeah, like <clears throat> just really cool. But anyway, so we were over there hanging out with them. Uh, I think we or they were at our house <clears throat> or 
And Roan was, uh, no, it was Saturday night, actually, because uh, Roan was sitting there and she was sitting at the bar and she was not feeling great and she didn't have much of a voice left. Yeah, so it was even, like the third Because day. even on our wedding day, she was fine, but she didn't like stay for the but, reception yeah. or anything. And she was like out completely Monday. So anyway, she progressed through the sickness. Turns out Josh came sick to the island, um, which... <laughs> and he was living with them. I mean, like, you wouldn't not go. It's not that. But it's he just... came on Friday sick, and he was staying with them. So I'm sure... Because none of us wore masks around each other. We never do. We're This is like the pod. Like, we are right. all in the pod. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I got... The first sickness I've had in like almost three years since since like over a year before. Isn't it crazy, COVID. like COVID comes, you don't get COVID, but you get Josh's stupid cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Josh's cold, which has been <laughs> kind of like it's not a horrid, horrid cold. It's just it comes on fast was and hard. Pretty debilitating on Friday. We did our hike in Waimea Canyon Friday, and uh, I was just I was so exhausted. The whole thing. it was such a hard hike for me because of lack of feeling great. So then I, you know, then we have to fly back Saturday and I feel really shitty, like flying back on an airplane full of people <laughs> while I'm sick. But what am I going to fucking do? Well, and, and I'm wearing you know, there's a, mask, a, there's the a mask requirement. So it's so not everyone that else is wearing yeah. a mask. I'm wearing a mask. I'm medicated up. And the one nice thing about being that fucking sick is I managed to sleep on the airplane. Nice. Because I was fuck all tired. Cause I mean, we took a really easy Saturday. Um, you know, we, we woke up late. We, cause we kept our house our whole Sunday. late. We woke up at eight in the morning. Whole that was late. late. That was the latest I've, I've, I've slept all, all that week. But anyway, we, we, uh, just kind of bummed around the house. Cause we kept packing. our house an extra day so we didn't have to get out early. But then we drove around the island, went shopping everywhere. And so by the time we rolled at the airport, I'm exhausted because I'm sick. I'm at the, like the peak of the sickness. I'm exhausted. So it made it real easy to fucking sleep on the airplane. Well, it's a long day because your flight was, yeah. our flight was 945. Yeah, so that's when ours was. Yeah, so like, too. you're already, you've and already you're arriving at like 630 in Seattle. It's just an overnight flight. Like and you're, so hours. you're like in the same clothes for like 36 hours. Yeah. And then you lose those four hours yeah, because you can, uh, it was brutal. Going there wasn't too bad. Coming back was brutal. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it, it was rough. Well, and you heard about poor Josh and Carissa. They had to turn in their car at 10 a.m. Oh yeah. On so Saturday. they were at the airport from 10 a.m. until, and like I think nine. their flight left at 8 something. No. See, Brighton was supposed to turn no. his in at 7 a.m. They were on Cassie's flight at 9.30. But he called them that morning and said, and, and he just extended it. Yeah. Yeah, That's... Josh and Krista did not. Uh. And then, for whatever weird reason, so they were on, so we flew Delta out and back. Um, some of the friends flew Delta out, but they flew United back. And that was Josh and Carissa, the Hughes, and somebody, oh, Cassie and Doran, because Cassie and Doran United is the hub in Denver. Oh, so they so flew that, out that and sense. back. Um, so they were all in the same flight together. But uh, but yeah, Josh and Carissa's layover for whatever reason in L.A. instead of just being a couple of hours, which I think was the Hughes and like Cassie and Doran, six hour. So not only were they in the airport at 10 o'clock on Saturday, not leaving until nine something Saturday night. But then they got into L.A. at 6-something a.m., and they had a six-hour uh, layover before they got to fly home. And that, the, 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 who, am I saying that right, airport is tiny. Lee, yeah, there's nothing there. So it's not like there's much Well, there's a do. bar. <laughs> there's two different She's, bars. So it was funny because we, we picked the bar that we went into, and we had to stand around and wait for a minute because there's five of us, and so we had to wait for a bigger table. But we're, the table that they seated us at was right by the door. And I had messaged people, okay, you know, we're in the bar. And 
um, we're sitting there and Josh and Krista walk past us and they're like, Hey, and they're just so tired. Like you could just see it in their faces. And we talked to them for a minute and they're like, yeah, this is the second time we've been to this bar. <laughs> no, it's too bad. So, so let's, uh, let's stop talking about the end of the trip. Cause I know that's the freshest. But so Julia's go. got a quick update before we move on to Hawaii. You need to, you need to give us your update. Oh, I got a new tattoo yesterday. Woohoo. Woo. Is what, it a dolphin what? from Hugh? From Sarah. She does all my work. Well, I just... would show you, but it's covered in plasma right now. There's no way you'd be able to see the design. She's the one that we had on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I lose track of time about three months ago. I don't know. Tattoo Something person. Something like that. Two and a half, three months ago. So, What's it of? And then touched up your... And then touched up two other ones. Yeah. Um, it's a couple of poppies and a moon. Oh, so you're a heroin addict. No. <laughs> well, they're flowers, and it's tied together with a child sexual abuse awareness ribbon. So you're into child sex abuse and <laughs> heroin? I am a survivor, thanks. <laughs> yeah, poppies are synonymous with heroin. Are they synonymous with child sex abuse awareness? No, the ribbon. Just the ribbon. <laughs> just the ribbon. I'm just wondering why the poppies. It's an interesting I like flower. Them. I always thought poppy seed muffins would give you a false positive for uh that's what I've heard. If you eat it's like true. a ton. Yeah. It's like if you, it's like the amount of carrots that you need to eat to turn yourself orange. That's a lot of carrots. Unless you're a baby. I I turned my kids orange a couple of times when they yeah. were little. Yeah, beta carotene will do that to you. And the whole carrot being able to see, you heard about that, right? That it was propaganda during World War Two that the US Air Force put out on purpose. What? So so they put they had just developed radar, but they didn't want the news of radar to get out. But people were getting suspicious of how they were doing so well flying at night. So the U.S. Army put out this whole big propaganda thing about eating carrots makes your eyesight better. It actually does. Well, it doesn't, but it does. So eating carrots, so beta carotene specifically, um, and um, what are the other things that it does? The other ones that do it, like squash and um all the orange veggies yeah right. like uh, like sweet potatoes um so that the macula in your eye which is the yellow part of your eye which is the thing that can degenerate that uh, that thing is helped a lot by eating like squash and sweet mm-hmm. potatoes and carrots but not enough to see in the dark which is what no so anyway they specifically did it knew, knowing that like the Nazis were were picking up on all their stuff and and reading their propaganda and everything, so they did it on purpose. That looks like a rose to, to throw them off. So anyway, it's a that's what a, I don't know what poppies look like. I can't remember people's names or birthdays, but I can remember useless garbage like that. That's what your calendar's for, Jeremy. Useless garbage. I have one more announcement. Birthdays. <laughs> you better not be pregnant. Ew. No. She had okay. she had a birthday. I did have a birthday. She's we old did now. literally nothing. Um, you flew back from Hawaii? Yeah, yeah and then I crashed. Sure. You did go to Hawaii before your birthday for like a week, I mean. Yeah. No, so tomorrow I'm going to be on the Good Things Utah News Show. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So after is, you guys Is it with Kat Palmer it. or is it a different segment? Uh, I don't remember who it's with. Yeah, uh, so when you guys hear this, you can go to Good Things Utah yeah. and look at the segment because it'll probably be posted by that Posted by then. Because you won't hear this by the time she does it, is my guess. Unless you're a weirdo. You're just like up Unless at you're like, like waiting for the 3 a, 3 a.m. and you're like, got the episode downloaded. I'm going to listen now. You hey, can... I might do that when I'm awake since I apparently am not allowed to sleep anymore. Ever. 
Yeah, that's just what your body tells you. Um, okay, so it's with um, Dina. Oh, Dina Manzanares. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. How do you fucking know these people? I think she's been on the show either that or she's just Kat Palmer's friend and I just see her name all the time. I don't think we had her on the show. I don't, we've never Okay, well, her name is Dina Manzanares and she's one of Kat Palmer's friends. I just friends. had to check my email. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know who these people are. You're like, I know all the local people in the news. I've never once seen you watch local news either. I That's don't watch the up. local news. I just, <laughs> I just, I just know that person because I follow Kat Palmer and they're really good friends and so her name shows up all the time. Nice. Uh, well, that's cool, Julia. That's really cool. Yep. Um, Let's see. Beginning of the trip, uh, while Jeremy got there. Yeah, let's let's else. start with Jeremy since he let, was the first one. Let me start with Jeremy because I'm going to tell the first story about Hawaii. So Jeremy's family gets on a plane, flies to Hawaii. Get gets there. Four o'clock. Now, amidst this, you have to understand we have a, a Google chat that a whole bunch of our friends are in called the Rad Friends Group, and then for Hawaii. Uh, Bree decided to create a text group. Well, because Jody and Heather don't ever pay attention to the yeah, chat. Yeah, well, and also when you're in Hawaii, you're and the kids weren't more in likely to get texts than you are the Google chat on your phone. They also show up a little bit better. It's an easier way for a group of 30 fucking people to communicate. So we create a text chain. So Jeremy arrives and we're like, picture it didn't happen and he sends us a picture of a chicken, not the freaking island, but a chicken. And that's it for the night. The hell! The whole <laughs> fucking night, the only picture of the island we get is a when chicken you, at the airport. Now, when you get off the plane and you walk out of the airport, yeah, at we Kauai, saw chickens, but you see the island. No, yeah. we saw chickens. Okay, so you couldn't see mountains no, or Jeremy sky. No palm chickens. trees. Only chickens. Only chickens. But only, and, only, and only one picture for the whole night of chicken. And like, the thing is, is, that's it. That's it. We're like more pictures. We trained Nothing. them to come to our door. And that was every it. morning. This little black chicken would come to the door, and wait for Brighton to feed it. You're not <laughs> supposed to fucking feed them. That's like John got the stale trying to corn. get the seals to bark at him, so he's like a foot away from him. Get the fuck away! I know the signs everywhere. Stay hundred feet. feet away because they're super fucking endangered and they're mean as shit. Yeah, yeah. They like, will fucking kill like you. Like hippos. They are mean as fuck. But no, not our friends. They're like, oh, let's go stand there's, next to them. There's only 1,100 of them left. I saw that picture from standing right by it, and I thought, is it dead? Is that why he's no, so close? No, it's not dead. They just look dead no, all the time. He's just ding- he's so anyway, we'll, we'll let you continue now that I've told everyone so what chicken, a fucking so, terrible friend you are. So my other chicken story, though, and this is probably why you only got the one picture, is we leave the airport... We're maybe five miles away from the airport, and we hit a chicken and killed it. Well, uh, didn't the chicken kind of hit sure you? Killed it? it oh, I, flew I know we killed the it. Car so and its oh. face like dragged across the window. Yeah, it was. It, and... it hit the side of their car. So technically, the chicken hit them. So what happened is, um, it was that you come out of the airport and then maybe five miles, and then you come down to that kind of dip, and then it goes up. But there's a lot of traffic going both ways, and then the turn off. So there's. A lot of traffic in that particular spot. So we're going straight, and there must have been a chicken in between the stopped He was cars. crossing the road. He's crossing the road. We never got to find out why. So I'm guessing somebody honked. To or, commit suicide. Or started to move or something, <laughs> so it jumped, and it just it hit our side mirror, and then it smeared across Hannah's window, and then it went down, and we ran over it. Because I, I thought somebody, I thought a rock hit us, because it, it made a big thud, and I thought, I thought, something but then i look in the rearview mirror and i can see this like oh. twitching 
The thing is, nothing's going to eat that. There's not a lot of natural predators. That's why there's so many chickens out there. And but there were like no bugs, which was great. Yeah. There were tons of bugs. We you didn't have like didn't hardly any bugs problems. Eaten to death. But that wasn't in my house. It was outside. That was when we were out in the jungles. Yeah, but we didn't have a bunch of flies or So um We had tons of flies. We did uh fruit flies. We had a bunch of fruit flies in the house and it happened. Every time twice. we had part when we you had also had no AC though. We didn't eat yeah, it doesn't matter though. But it was because every time we had all the folks over at the doors, the doors opening were and closing. Open constantly. Flies. Yeah. As soon as we didn't, flies gone. Yep. No more flies after that. That was pretty nice. Um, so anyway, everybody yeah. was traumatized about the dead chicken. So that's probably why you didn't get any more pictures because <laughs> Hannah was crying. And so and then, crazy. and then <laughs> that was, that was Tuesday. Tuesday. And then Wednesday, Mark and Brandy flew in and had the worst fucking story ever oh of gosh. arrival. So they get there. And then they they get and their car. And they have car. a baby with them, so they yeah. have an almost three year old with them. He looks five. Let's just keep, let's just throw that out there. Henry, it doesn't matter what he looks like. I he's know, three, but he looks five. He is the size of a five year old, but acts like a two year old because three. He's, he's not three yet. He's got he's a couple two more months, months away. He acts like a two year old though. Anyway, regardless, because he's two. Uh, they have their nanny, but they get to Hawaii. They uh, they go get their rental car, and apparently, dollar slash thrifty rental. I don't know. I never use them. I use Avis almost Apparently they just drive up your car and just leave it there with the keys in it so anybody can just take it. It's very rare that Avis isn't super competitive with everyone else. That's so easy. Their rewards Avis program's fantastic. I've been using them the entire time I've been traveling. Uh, but anyway, so apparently dollar, dollar slash thrifty, they bring up your car, leave it running, and you hop in and go. Well, they brought up a car for them, and apparently someone jumped in and left that was not them. And they're like, where's our car? And they're like, you already took it. And they're like, really? We're right here. We're right here. Well, so, and that's after sitting there for an hour. Yeah, waiting for it. So like, then. Who the hell does that anyway? I would have been like mad. So then, so long. now like an hour plus later, they finally get their vehicle. And about 15 minutes out of Lahui, they get a flat. They get a flat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst fuck. And you guys, you have to understand, we're staying in, and all of us are staying in Princeville. Uh, and Princeville is about 45 minutes to it's an hour, depending on traffic. It's the side of the island from where the airport it's is. It's not the opposite. It's halfway up the island. So it's on the north side. The airport's like dead center in the east. Yeah. Uh, and then the south side of the island where we went on Friday, um, down by Poipu's. Poipu's actually really close to Lahui. I thought they were further away. But when we get down to like uh, Waimea... Not Waimea. Is it Waimea? Whatever one's on the south side. Yeah. The little bitty towns that there are no tourists at. Those are those are about two hours from Princeville. But anyway, so Princeville's like 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic, from the airport. So it's not a small drive. I mean, for us, it's not the end of the world. But it's very slow because the top speed is like 50 and the locals go 35. And it's two lanes. Uh, it's one lane. Like two lanes, like one on each, each side. Yeah. And- <laughs> so there's no passing. And if you get behind traffic, and and they're doing road work constantly. Well, they have, yeah, and it's not road work. It's, they're clearing yeah. all the brush off the side, side of the road, road. so mowing the lawn because you can't even see the signs because the stuff grows so fast. Did you see that one spot where it was thirty five and then forty within like a, like ten, 10 feet? feet? <laughs> so anyway, so that that was a horrible experience for them. You guys on Wednesday was that the day you went tubing or was it Thursday? When? When? You, no, Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. Wednesday was Costco. And getting ready because we did dinner for everybody for Thursday. So Wednesday was all the prep work and yeah. You know, so so and Thursday you guys went tubing. So Thursday went tubing and that was a whole lot of fun. So um, originally 
this area, which happened to be the same land that the ATV was on, same, was it Wilcox? Wilcox Plantation. Wilcox Plantation. So it's all part of this, like, 1,400-acre or something like that plantation. So, so the story goes, he was on his way to, like, Africa or something like that to to explore sugarcane, but he got to Hawaii and decided, now this is way better, I'm just going to stay here. Bought a bunch of land and started at the time one of the first sugarcane plantations and at the time it was the most up-to-date revolutionary and here's the reason why it rains so much in hawaii and in fact Kauai is the wettest spot in the it has world, the wettest spot on earth yeah is what they said so most of the growers at the time just let it let the rain do its thing and he said no i want to be able to control it so what he did is he brought in all of these workers to create these canals to, to, to water irrigation all, canals, these, exactly. these irrigation canals and they were all dug by hand with pickaxes uh, and it goes was a, there was five tunnels I believe the longest one being like a mile and a half long <laughs> the very first tunnel they got about 30 feet into it and they decided excuse me they decided you, when you do that you should point away from the mic I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> you like well I look like you were gonna oh it looked like you were going to pull your headset off like the mic was on your headset and like you pointed right at the mic again. So the first canal, they get maybe 30 feet into it and they decide, well, let's try some dynamite and see what happens. It blew the whole thing up and it caved in. So they realized, nope, that's not going to work. So from then on, it was pickaxes wow. the whole rest of the way. And it took them like two years to dig it. But the point is um, you get to the little the little stop and then they put you in the Indiana Jones GP thing and you go up about 45 minutes up into the mountains and then you you tube down it through these canals. Oh, that's cool! That's it was cool. it was a lot of fun, and they told you all kinds of cool stuff, uh, kind of like we did on on our ATV ride. Similar thing, all kinds of history, and we all grabbed different colors of clay off of the walls and put them on our faces. Well, so so that's the thing is the clay in there. They're like, this is the clay when you get like a a, a mask, like in a salon. That he's like, people come here. And spent huge money buying this clay that's just natural here, so everybody's yeah. That clay also doesn't wash out of clothes. The shirt, the shirt he's wearing right wearing now is covered in mud. Clay on it still that didn't come out in the wash. Yep. My shorts from the ATV thing completely ruined. But I yeah, I'm wondering if my jersey's going to make it. I, I think, think it's it got some stains. So on. yeah, so so we did the the tubing, and that was that was so much fun. I'm glad we did it. And so all of us get in Thursday night. Most everyone yep. else. Almost everybody else. And um, then, and Heather made yummy, yummy rice and she made a taco shredded box chicken. For us. Yeah, it was, the, it was good. It was, it was nice to not have to think about dinner because. Is it the Costa Vita? What is it? The Costa Vita style? What kinda, is it? Yeah. yeah. It's the just a taco. It's a taco bar. Yeah. It's not a style. It's just a taco bar. <laughs> so then people could do whatever they wanted, just the rice or tacos or. Yep. All the fixings, whatever they wanted. It was perfect. It, so. it was, and nice. everyone because we all we all got in at the same time. We were all on the same flight coming in, but like we had different car rentals, and like John and Jody wanted to stop at Costco to buy stuff for the dinner they were doing the next night, and they ended up showing up way later than everyone else. Everyone kind of strolled in at different times, you know, because Mark and Brandy were. So it was the perfect the kind of food to be able to do the, that. The crazy thing is, in Utah time. It, it was, was like midnight. midnight. Yeah. And Hawaii time, it was like eight. six, seven, eight o'clock when everybody it, came it rolling was eight. in. But I ended up that- Four hour difference. Yeah. That night, I ended up being up 26 hours. <laughs> <laughs> because so, yeah, I so. couldn't sleep because, like I said earlier in the podcast, apparently I'm not allowed to sleep ever again. So then Friday, uh, 
quite a few people did their grocery runs yeah, Friday. We spent Friday pretty much in Lahui shopping. I don't know how we fit. It was so much fun. We we, had, t- we went with Sean and Vanita. We had all their shit in the car, plus all our shit in the car. And all four of us. And all four of us. It was interesting. <laughs> um, worked out, though. We got uh, Spam Masubi from the 7-Eleven. Not that great a Spam Masubi. Brandy was a honest. liar. I got sp- the, the Spam Masubi from the the hot dog, the What's the corn? Polka dogs. Polka dog. Polka Polka dogs. dogs. It was actually pretty good from the polka dog. Yeah, you ate it out of the garbage. Oh, from the deli? Was that what Hannah threw away? Yeah. yeah, It was in the bag, but yeah, she actually... I can't remember who told me that that happened. Uh, Somebody told me that story. Speaking of, we'll we'll take a side note to the food. So, uh, polka dogs, uh, which which you guys went and had. So, down in Poipu Beach, there's this little deli that has a special hot dog thing where they like... Shove the wiener and bun onto this contraption that the, toasts the inside of yeah, the bun. Yeah, it toasts the inside of the bun, and then it injects. So you pick all your toppings, and it injects it into... So the toppings are important, and it doesn't inject it into the dog. They, no, into wrong. the bun. Around. They inject it. Yeah, they inject it. Oh, the machine they? does not. The machine yeah. just warms the dog. They just have like a, those things that like ketchup and mustard uh, are in, and yeah. they just... So, but here, here's the thing. So they're nice. Like These were all beef dogs because they couldn't get Polish dogs. Normally, they're Polish dogs. Whatever. They were really good. Um, with the bun, the bun is just like a regular hoagie-style bun, but because they've got the little machine that drills a hole into it, essentially, and toasts the inside, it was all crunchy inside. And that's good because it has to hold the condiments, and yeah. that's what's the most important part. So the first thing is they use a special mustard that they make called it's Lilikoi mustard, and Lilikoi is passion fruit. Uh, so it is a passion fruit mustard. Um, so... And I don't really like mustard quite a bit. I love that stuff. It was, it was so, so good. good. And so you can get at different levels of spice. Um, we did it, not get it spicy. Enough. We got jalapeno, and I couldn't taste any spice. So I'm guessing they're just pussies over there when it comes to I spice. Because that's what I got too. Because we were all like, "Oh, well, let's just go easy on it." And no, we should have went with the five to get the spice because it would have been better. But anyway, uh, the uh, the other condiment that you put on it is a type of tropical relish, and so they make. Mango, coconut, pineapple. Um, I got the starfruit on mine. Starfruit, uh, banana. I did coconut, which I thought was really good. Um, what did you do? Mango, mango. I did for you. Uh, mango and jalapeno, lily quick. So fucking good. Like, you wouldn't think, because it, it is it is fairly sweet. Like, the, the sauce is yeah. fairly, the relishes are fairly sweet. Maybe that's why the hot didn't taste hot, because it had so much of the Yeah, and then you get a little bit of tiny bit of vinegar from the mustard, not a ton, and then the richness of the hot dog and the bun, and it just works. It's so fucking big, though. It's huge. That was a gigantic wiener. Um, <laughs> it was really good, though. Really good. Uh, and I would recommend that for anyone that goes there. Yeah. It is. It was... So that was definitely one of the one best of the, things we ate. That's at Poipu Beach. The Hawaiian foods must eat, and I totally agree. And if you notice inside, it had their as seen on Food Network, and mm-hmm. sure. So it's been. I mean, other stuff in Hawaii, like your typical Hawaiian like barbecue stuff with Kalua pork and whatever. That's just meh. Had some decent sushi from the grocery store by Princeville. Um, we had um, so. The first few nights, everyone made food, which was really nice. So we had the, a bunch of the Gates dinners. did Thursday and the Hughes did Friday. And then Saturday, the Levex did a quote unquote rehearsal dinner. And that's where we all got drunk. Let's, hmm. Yeah. Uh, not all of us. <laughs> well, they had that one catered. They had yeah. that one catered. And so that, that was, was traditional Hawaiian. Traditional they things. had a taro root and potato salad thing. And they had, and which the, no one liked. The pork and chicken <laughs> platter was. They had uh, this really great chicken. Uh, they had a, uh, you know, Kalua pork, which is the traditional pit roasted pig that's all shredded. 
and rice, and it was really good. Uh, and then um, a lot of people got drunk at that one. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> but um, Chris had to take care of three very drunk family members. <laughs> one little less drunk than the other two, but um, it was a fun night. I think we all I'm had a good, good time. I'm a drunk. Uh, and then on, on Sunday, we had the reception. And I, I do want to talk on about- On Sunday, we had the reception. After the wedding. Oh, I'm talking about food. But yes, food. We'll get back to the wedding. Just calm down. So reception was really nice. The cake was wedding cake. So my favorite part about the reception, though, was Jonathan and no. him no. and walking We're into that. We're not talking about the reception yet. We're just talking about food. food. Hold your horses. I We're not like through all the food. I don't like the splitting up of food stuff. <laughs> Uh, we also went to dinner as a group. Oh yeah, uh, the the adults. Um, well, we did the luau. Yeah, we all did a luau on Tuesday. With which, everybody. You know, I the food was pretty decent. Um, I I just don't eat as much as I used to. The best part of the food was the the fish. It yeah. wasn't even close to me. The fish were the absolute best part of the food. Um, and the show was really the show good. was good. And someone had a heart attack or something yeah. in the middle of it. In the middle of the show. They stopped the show, played some songs, paramedics come in. Went back to the show. Go back to the show. Some people didn't So how come that. you guys can talk about the show and not the food? Uh, well, we're talking about the, the food at the show. Uh, and then, so the dinner that we all went to, I really enjoyed. Um, so the, the quote unquote adults, meaning the parents, the, all the friends, because so Jeremy and Heather's uh, anniversary was was a little bit ago, um, but uh, Vanita and Sean's was Thursday, Thursday uh, and then John and Jody's was Sunday. Sunday. And so we thought well, we should all just go, just the adults, just the the you know the the actual friend group, uh, and not all their kids to a nice dinner. So we went out to a really nice dinner at the Pookie Lao Lanai, I think is what it's called. Yep. Um, I just know the lounge was called the Poopy Lounge. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I think it's at a Wyndham <laughs> Resort, but uh, their their big thing there is they whatever is caught fresh. They they have a fresh catch menu every day. That's what I got. That is changes that fish. Oh, that was so good. And it was. I uh, think you were like one of the only ones at your table that got fish though. From yeah, everybody head. else got. There were a lot of steaks at your table, which steaks. is fine to each their own. But I wanted fish. Everybody at our table got some version so, of fish, like the was... the Ono, the wa- uh, Wahoo, the yeah, uh, mine was the, the catch of the day, and it's I the, got the mixed grill the that had three. the three different fishes with the Thai style coconut. Um, so good. Uh, Mark got the tuna. ahi tuna, and that was really good. Oh, that was I love mine though. I ate every single last shred of my food on my plate. It was yummy. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, probably the best meal I had there. I think was that one. Well, and now that we're kind of. No, I guess not totally done, but now that we're, we could maybe talk about something else considering, you know, you guys keep telling me not to. <laughs> One of the nights we were wandering around, we actually wandered through the little shops in Princeville and we found this cute oh, yeah, that. little guy that made like all these little metal things and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. When we had fish tacos from the little taco place that was right there, those were mm-hmm. really good. I had fish tacos from the, is it the Olympia or the Olympia, the Olympic? The Olympic. The Olympic. We didn't go there. We went across the street and got a gift for Don though. We did. At the ABC store or the no, th- that little there shop? There was a little wooden, yeah. like, wearable shop. Wearable wood or something. Yeah, so that, that guy, no. the guy that makes all that stuff, yeah, that's the shop. Yeah, but it's not called wearable. Like Casa, bon- Casa Bonita or something. No, it's... Um, but anyway, the Casa guy... Bonita, I'm pretty sure. No, it's like the guy, it's like the, in Halloween Town, uh, the, what's that C? The, the, the bad guy's name. No. Cassius. Uh, no. Anyway, it doesn't matter what it's called because no one's going to go to that <laughs> store. It's like Calabascus or something um, like that. But anyway, it, the the shop sells a bunch of this guy who was at the markets 
uh, stuff. He does custom wood engraving uh, with the really, like the Cabo wood, I think it's called, or something. The Casa wood, I don't know, the really light wood that's in Hawaii. And so we got, you know, Donna souvenir that's a, a wooden um, brim brimmed hat. hat. Really nice little ball so, cap. We went to the uh, farmer's market. Is that where you saw him? Was he at the farmer's market? I no, he was at the Princeville Nate... market. Oh, that's where Nate saw him. Okay. <laughs> that night market at Princeville. So and the then, farmer's market was a lot of fun. Yeah, we saw him again at the Luau, too, actually, oh. at the little market space outside of the Luau. But we just didn't think about it until after all that was over, and they were like, oh, that would have been the perfect gift for Don. So anyway, I messaged the guy. He told me where I could go get his stuff. Uh, but we uh, also went to the farmer's market on Saturday. And that was uh, a lot of fun. You guys got some really cool flowers. A ton of fruit. And those flowers lasted the whole time. We just left them on the table. Julie got the shampoo flower and actually tried it. Did, I never asked after the fact. Did it like... Yeah, I used the whole thing. Was it good? Did it like... I mean, my hair had some like weird residue after like the next morning, but it did clean it. Yeah. Mm. So it's this... It's just spongy, different. flowery looking thing, and you get it wet, and you squeeze it, and it's no, it's just full of wet. It's like a, it's like a flower pine cone. That's Don't you get full it wet? Like this, or you just squeeze no, you, it. Just, you just squeeze, squeeze it, it, and it's got it all in it. Mm. Yeah, you just squeeze out the liquid. <laughs> and they had the what's the fruit that looks like that smells like feet? The monk fruit is monk fruit. Is that what they had that there? I don't know. I was, it's it's great big. It looks like a it looks like a puffer fish kind of. Jackfruit. Jackfruit. Yeah, that's not monk fruit. So they had, jackfruit. They had jackfruit there, and I was asking the guy about it, and he's like, yeah, some people really like it. <laughs> the guy I was talking to <laughs> said it was kind of used mostly like mashed potatoes. Every time I've had it, it's been like filler inside of something. So like uh, there's a Vietnamese thing called a lumpia, which is basically just like a like an egg roll wrapper that, that is like wrapped up stuff like banana or chicken or something and when you get the frozen banana ones they're mostly jackfruit with a little bit of banana instead of just being all banana but we went to that other market or that to that same market um they were selling them with fresh banana Hmm. no jackfruit but anyway jackfruit is disgusting so but we got big big old mangoes they had avocados the size of like a fucking human head the best avocados i've ever had and see everyone i talked to said they were super mild because they were so big. Sean and Vanita, the house right next to where they were staying, had an avocado tree that oh, was like exploding. And they just gave them some. Well, they were just like falling onto the porch and onto their yard because that avocado tree was just dropping them. Oh, also, we had the freshest mangoes. This is after you guys left. So on Friday, we went to the hike. We went to Waimea Canyon to hike. Uh, and uh, just outside of- We left of- early because we wanted to go see the turtles. And so we met everybody somewhere and we had to go find a bathroom. So yeah, so we found this bathroom at like this- park in Waimea, which is, you know, the edge of the island, basically. And there was this nice little bathroom. It was fairly clean with running water. Uh, and there was a gigantic fucking mango tree above it. It was literally just dropping him. Like, John almost got hit with one. I had, like, I, I collected probably almost two dozen mangoes. So we were eating, like, f- literally right. fresh, fresh fall mango. off the tree. Half of it was smashed because it hit the ground and, like, completely, like, just bleh to the inside. But the, you just, like, wash the dirt off the skin and just, like, go to town. So we all had a bunch of fresh, like, fall off the tree mangoes. Nice. Like, super ripe, perfect. It was it was great. So that's food. Did you have any other food that was, like, really stand out for you? Uh, I think we covered everything. I mean, he liked his snow cones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, not the sh- snow cones. The shaved ice. Shave ice. Hawaiian shave ice is so, not a snow cone. So I've never had 
All I've ever had is czar crappy. Just snow cones, which is crushed ice that's just like so with, packed like, together with syrup. with syrup. So this stuff was good, and I'm not. There are, if you look around, there are shave ice places in town. That do them. Like, um, that do it. Bahama Hawaii. Bucks. In Hawaiian, Utah, so you good. have to look for Hawaiian style shave ice. And what it is, is this big block of ice that they stick on this fucking machine that spins it around and actually does shave the bottom it's of the ice. It's not like little chunks, like... It's yeah. like Super soft. it's thin, soft layers, and of then they ice. they pack it back tight like a snowball. And, and they it? put um, Hawaiian shave ice. They'll put tropical flavored syrups in it. Uh, but they all the big thing is cream. The creams that they use so coconut cream, um, lily koi creams, um, and so, so it's the one I got in the center was the macadamia ice cream. Oh, you got ice cream, cream ice cream right in the center. And then I did the coffee one, so it was a Kahlua coffee on it. Oh yeah, see there you go. That was so good. We had I had an almond joy one, and Chris had a root beer one, and then we switched halfway through. Yeah, my root beer float one was fantastic. Yeah. So those were good, and I'm not much of a sweets or dessert person, but it was good. Oh, and I guess the other thing is we did go to the coffee plantation. Yeah, you guys did. That's and right. I, we, For like two seconds. Well, and didn't you go to the whiskey thing too? Oh yeah, the whiskey tasting. Whiskey, it was rum. Rum. Whiskey. Oh, yes. Whatever. The rum tasting. Everywhere, the, everywhere you go, it's all the same to me. Yeah. So the rum tasting. <laughs> Although I will say that coconut rum, the, the koala or whatever it is, coconut rum. Kaloa. 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 Yeah, K-O-L-O-A. You Kaloa. fucking went there. You should know. Yeah, Kaloa. Uh, but their coconut rum is so good. It is not like Malibu coconut rum where it's super sweet. Well, that's got coconut flavor, but it's, it's, it's 40% alcohol. That and chocolate so. liqueur one that Sean got was really good too. Yeah, that was an interesting one. It was, it was chocolate with honey inside of the, the, so, the rum. So at the tasting, we got all six or five, all five of the, their, their flavors. We got to try them all. A shot glass worth. So five shot glasses full. Uh, it was free though, yeah, but you had to be there. They don't take reservations. You have to be there. Yeah. But yeah, it was free. Of course. They're doing it right because it's free, but then everybody walks in the gift shop and spends a hundred bucks on booze stuff. Yeah, that's how you do it, man. So, uh, food wise, so I think that kind of covers the the, the kind of unique special stuff that sticks out. Do you want to cover the main event now? Why we are we're, we're all in Hawaii? Or are you over it? Just so I'm not over it. over it. It's just it just <laughs> you guys like we, decided to talk about travel woes and go all over the food before you even brushed the reason we were there. Yeah, we gotta build it up for the people. Build they gotta understand the all people. these other things. Do so, you wanna save that for last? Talk about the other stuff first? No, or are you no. ready to talk about that? Well we'll do some experiences after, but I think it's important now to talk about the wedding itself. So uh Brie and I got married. Finally. She put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's he's really cute. Usually when I work from home, I don't put my ring on, but I put mine on today because he he likes putting his ring on. So I'm, I just it's have my band on. Like playing with it. So oh, I see. So you don't wear your ring at home. So we're not married when you're at home normally. He get, he takes his ring off and goes, "I'm not married anymore. Married. Not married. Married. Not married. Not married. <laughs> married. Not married. <laughs> I already. Well, ha- she works from home. Her work husband is still you. Uh, yeah, exactly, Julia. <laughs> That's not true. Jeff, I even has a little bit of a tan line from it. So. Um, so yeah, we had a rehearsal dinner on Saturday, a little cute little thing, which, cause we didn't really do a rehearsal. So sat, so, we couldn't really do a rehearsal. Yeah. So Sunday, um, we, uh, it's Sunday starts off. Well, we had already gotten the, the cake arranged and everything. We figure out what time that's coming. We figure out what time the makeup person is going to be there, uh, where we're going to meet. Um, so Sunday, Everyone does what they're instructed to do, which is fucking amazing. 
Well, they, can I talk about my experience? Because you're just kind of glossing over it because it was really amazing. And the way that we found the restaurant that we went to as couples was for my hairdresser. That's true. You can talk about your hairdresser, I guess. <laughs> but heaven forbid she get to talk too. I know. Heaven forbid that I get to it's talk to get about permission. Anything. So I so permission granted. <laughs> we got up. We got up fairly early because my hairdresser was supposed to be there at seven thirty. She got a little bit delayed and got there like seven forty five or something. But she comes in and. She finds a place and Vanita wanted to be there and she comes over and we're just all chatting and she's just doing, and she's like, um, do you have flowers or anything? And I was like, no, I, I just want something simple that's going to stay up and go through the wind and I'm not going to have to worry about it. Think about it. If it gets rained on, it's not going to be a problem. And she's like, okay. So Chris actually went and picked the flower that was in my hair from our backyard at the house. Um, and so she sat and was working on our hair and she was talking about our wedding planner who we learned is actually living in California now. Hmm. He had to move for health concerns for his wife who kept having asthma attacks here. Um, so, but they were amazing. You wouldn't think that California with all the smoke would be a good alternative. I guess it was the mold or something uh. that she was allergic to. So, um, so that was a few hours. That was a couple hours that she took to get makeup yeah, and two. hair and everything all done. And uh, I don't know what everybody was doing. The girls were kind of getting ready. I don't know what Chris was doing during that time. But Throwing what? up in the bathroom. He was so nervous. I was watching football. Because in <laughs> Hawaii at 8, at 8 a.m., there's football on. Because <laughs> yeah, it's noon and yeah. later. So I was watching football while all this was going on. Gotcha. I was just hanging out watching football. But she was amazing. She she made the food suggestion, and um, we actually called our wedding planner because Hawaii currently has a ten person limit, and there was twelve of us for adults. And she's like, just so I called my wedding planner, and he's like, call the event planner and let them know what your plan is, and she can probably do like six and six, but have you seated at the same time. Which, when you're that big of a group, you can't really sit by and hear everybody anyway. So, it, I think it ended up working out as well as it would have even if we'd been together. But, um, that's how, that's how we found the place and that's how we got the reservation was through the wedding planner. But we actually started out, um, Saturday morning. Chris kind of skipped this a little bit. We had wanted to do our wedding license on Friday, but she didn't have any open appointments and it's all virtual. And so, Saturday morning, I like wake up at three and I'm like, she hasn't ever sent me a link. She hasn't ever contacted me. And so the crazy brain that I do, like I send this text to this lady at like at three in the morning, three in the morning, Hawaii time um. for a lady that lives in Hawaii. Who's like a freaking <laughs> County clerk. And then when She's I wake up, She's also a hairdresser. She does the clerking out of the hairdresser. So when I, when I wake up like super early, cause it's Hawaii and I'm, I'm already accustomed to waking up at four 30, which is like 1230 Hawaii time. I wake up at like four, four 30 and I'm like awake and pretty, I'm like, well, do you want to go watch the sunrise again? Uh, on, because this is on Saturday. This is when we went down to whatchamacallit Beach, Wiley's Beach. With the Levex. With the Levex. And she's like, I've been up since three. The she's guy, like, the lady hasn't, hasn't she said hasn't anything. She hasn't responded yet. I'm like, yeah, she's fucking sleeping. It's 430 <laughs> in the morning. So we went on our hike and we came back and showered and everything. <laughs> and she still hadn't said anything. So I texted her again and she, she had, she's like, you know, I really don't do Zoom that often. Um, can you guys set something up? So Chris is like, let me just set up my iPad. So we're trying to get all that situated. Anyway, we finally get it all settled and we're sitting at the kitchen and we're doing our little interview and we do all of the, the stuff and get everything done. And then we have to like get like the, the camera and hold our hands up. And <laughs> I swear, you know, um, 
And then she like all they send all the documents and I send them to the wedding. Like we did everything electronically. We have we didn't sign anything. It was kind of interesting. So anyway, so Sunday at uh, ten forty five, we're supposed to meet. So Anini Beach is. I don't know, five, ten minutes from the main highway, um, driving. But it's um, like, it was, it was like 15 minutes from, from where we were all but staying. Anini Beach is really long. Like, the first morning, so, so Friday morning, Bree and I went to Anini Beach, but we went way further north than where the wedding was. I think we went to the very, very end. And, and, uh, and picked a spot to watch the sunrise. Um, and then, you know, Anini Beach is really long, and the wedding planner said, if you are going to Anini Beach, you need to meet the, like... Yeah, if you guys don't already have a place picked that everybody knows how to get to... You need to meet the photographer and everything like, at the top. They're like, you need to meet at the top, or you're all going to get... And so we had the whole wedding party all meet in the same spot. Well, it was kind of cool, because I... Chris had been with me while I was getting ready, but I didn't want anybody to see my dress. And so um Heather and Jeremy and Hannah and... um Jonathan all came over and picked me up and Julia lent me her little blanket, which I had to keep using because Chris kept getting out and like looking and I felt like he I could didn't see even me. know where you were. Like they kept <laughs> getting mad at me. So we, so anyway, everyone meets at the spot. Uh, and then, and Heather was feeling bad cause she was like running like five minutes late, but the lady says, she's like, I have never. Yeah. Had after you guys all left me. before, she, before the wedding, the like event organizer that was there, uh, left, she said, this was the first first wedding party I think I've ever had where everyone was on time, did as they were instructed, like it wasn't like herding cats. She's the majority like, of our group is hard. The majority of our group though of friends is pretty And so we all went down, they had found a spot. We get to the spot, there's a monk seal there. Now monk seals like we had alluded to earlier, there there's eleven hundred of them left in the world. They're pretty rare. And the photographer said he's never he's done tons of shoots at this beach. Like this is a a pretty and popular this, spot. This particular rock outcropping because you've got the beach and the black rocks and the, and the ocean. Got excluded, so it's nice. Yeah, and and uh, he said he's never in all his time ever seen a monk seal bathe there. And this one had come up and was laying there. Was there right, for the well, whole you were wedding? Get married. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, and so anyway, so we had to kind of deal with being around him with not being too close to him because you're not supposed to be within a hundred feet, a hundred feet of them because they're endangered. Um, but, uh, so we had a really beautiful ceremony. Uh, Jonathan played, uh, the ukulele for. It was kind of fun riding over cause he was actually playing the ukulele in the car on the way over. So for Brita, for Brita walk to, um, and they kept yelling at me cause I kept turning around. Because I'm trying to make sure people are going where they're going. Because for some reason, he thought he needed to organize well, it instead of the amongst, people that we paid to organize amongst it. all of our friends. The two people that I'm most concerned about listening because they suck the worst at it are my daughters, <laughs> who are the ones that are most important to pay attention to because they actually have to fucking stand like, somewhere specific. <laughs> yeah, and well, and then Sean had her skirt on wrong, so the skirts that I got him had like, like an underskirt and then like an overskirt, underskirt. and she didn't pull the underskirt down or something, and so the wind kept blowing, and finally her sister's like, "You." Dumbass. Like, like you, you can, you can just see your crotch because you don't have the damn thing on, right? So <laughs> she, she ran up to the van and she runs up to Heather and she's like, she had Chris's keys and she was going to do it in the car, but she's like, Hey, can I use the van? And so Heather opens the back door. So she's like in the, the back of the van and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I didn't realize there was a skirt under the skirt. And so she's like, <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I see Brie for the first time walking down the aisle, which was really cool. Um, with a conch being blown. Uh, we did our own vows that apparently no one heard but our daughters. 
I heard him. <laughs> like, I could, but, but I was really close. You're it was deaf, re- though, Dad. It was but it really was windy. windy. And it so really it, windy. the, the sure, wind. I tried like, to live stream. I know the whole thing was just shh. Yeah, it was. I saw, I saw the video. <laughs> I, I, couldn't tried. Even, I tried. I tried. I couldn't even hear the priest. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was a really beautiful ceremony for the two people that okay. matter. It was intimate. But that's for all them. that matters. Is, um, I mean, I got the gist of it, <laughs> so it was really cool. Well, um, the thing the thing that I wish that people could have heard though is, so my my vows were long, and I warned everybody that they were long. But like the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, Chris is smiling, and I'm thinking that he's smiling because oh, that's so sweet. But he was smiling because he was trying not to laugh. Because we wrote our vows completely separated. We didn't, we surprised. We didn't, we didn't like talk to each other about they this. They are damn near identical. Like they're addressing the same things, talking really? about yes. some of the Aww, same funny anecdotes cute. that we have between us. Like they were spot on with so each ba- other. So that's why yours was so short because she'd already read yours basically. No, no because she's an overachiever. Yeah. I just, um, I, that's awesome. I'm more verbose than him. But, um, so it was really nice. And then after the ceremony, the plan was to go back. Uh, set everything up really fast and have a reception. But we didn't stop to think, oh, we have pictures. We have to take pictures. The photographers got like a ton, like a 45 plus minutes worth of photography to do. And they, so we do at the bigger group and then we get to a certain point. And she throws all well, of us off the beach. Well, and then yeah, the dude's she, like, we're like trying to look for shells. And then and the, she's like, go, everyone go so I can go home. <laughs> the dude's, well, and, and she's like, one point she's like okay what about the groom's family i'm like this is it there is no family like they're not here and then they get done and then they're like okay parents of the groom were like we just told you there's no groom's family so but anyway they get to a point they kick everyone off the beach and everyone's like man that lady was kind of a bitch i'm like that's her fucking job congratulations we paid for her to be that bitch so everyone would like be in line because because then the pictures that we did we could walk up and down the beach and no one was in our pictures because you guys were all seal yep yeah and And we we actually got a picture he put us on one side and he went on the other side so we were still away and and photographed it like that yeah no they had left too those three old ladies they they left who who just sat there i think they watched the the ceremony i don't blame them it was kind of a cool thing to watch you would think they would you know oh i should maybe pack up and leave because you know there's a wedding here and and there's like Thirty people here. As you guys were, as you guys were getting ready to leave, I Vanita's like, "Can I do anything for you? Like, can you please just, can you go start setting stuff up? Because I don't know how long we're going to be here." What was cool about our house is there's a lockbox for the key, but that key stays in that lockbox. So inside the house are the actual keys that like you use while you're there. So we were able to give her the code so that she could get the key and like let you guys in. That's how a lockbox works. Yeah, and well, I know, but not a lot of you had like. So like a lockbox with the key that stayed inside. We get it. done. What they are. And I, I, I think that <laughs> maybe it's just because I deal with them at work all day. I, I think that like, okay, we're gonna get there. We're gonna have to set stuff up and then call everyone to tell them it's ready. We get there and the driveway's full of cars. And I'm like, oh, everyone's already here. And so my brain, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to set everything up while everyone's here and like, because you know, I'm catering my own wedding, <laughs> mostly out of like, I don't know why. Well, and it. it I the dress that I got I intentionally got so I could wear it in the water and so at this point like from the knees down my dress is just drenched so in I get up to the water I get up to the door and Venita's like you can't come in yet where's Brie I'm like she's down there and she's like come help me ring out my dress I'm like no when I go in the house everyone's here get your ass up here they want <laughs> and I'm you like, but my, but I'm like my dress is all like full so, of salt water so we get up there and uh, we come into the house and everyone's singing a song. And Jonathan is playing the ukulele. That was actually, honestly, probably the coolest part of the whole wedding. That's what I was going to say it when was, you guys told me I wasn't allowed to say it. It was the wise men. Uh, what's that song? Can't, oh, can't help falling, falling in, in love. love yeah. But 
I'll find it. You guys should yeah. talking. Anyway, so apparently Jonathan was planning to play that, and then he had this idea, well, what if everybody just sings it? Yeah, so he was planning on playing that when you guys walked right. in, but then he's like, everybody should at least sing the chorus while we're... It was it was awesome. You guys were all singing it. Then we sang it and it made me cry and it was fantastic. And you guys had set everything up and everything was ready to go. This song. We can't just play it. We'll get in trouble. We have to talk over it. But um, it's a song from Crazy Rich Asians Wedding. The version from that one, but what was funny is right after we played that, we put on our music and this that song was the came song on. Playing. And it was just random. It's perfect. I, I had a hu- I have a huge wedding playlist that I put together just to play while we were there to dance to 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 enjoy. And we had been listening to it like in the car, and I had been listening to it all week and stuff. But so um, I just put it on random, and that's the song that played. But it was it was real. I don't like. The wedding was really cool, and everything about it was fun, and I got to marry Bree, which is the most important part, but I would say probably the most memorable, cool thing that I'll I'll remember for a long, long time is that moment. Yeah. And it was just spur of the moment, apparently. And it was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. That part, of, yeah. We were all just thinking around 12 seconds before everybody that. Everybody was singing. Was John, like I said, Jonathan had planned on playing it when you walked in, but he's the one that's like, we should all sing it. And so everybody's like, okay. So that was like. It was fantastic. I loved it. Was it was really yeah, cool. We all had to take a minute to figure out which key where we were going to sing on. <laughs> he's a pretty good little ukulele player, though. He did great. <laughs> he w- he did great because he played me into and out of the mm-hmm. the ceremony, and it was perfect. Um yeah, he did great. I was I was extremely pleased. So yeah, it was uh, it was it a really could, fun wedding. It couldn't have been more perfect. The weather was perfect, other than the like windy. It was windy, but, but you're on a beach. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And it had rained before we got there, but the sun came out. Yep. And then it was fun because then we all went. To, well, I don't know who all went to the beach, but all, many of us went to the beach. Yeah. So we're all hanging out. We've we've had. So I've got like wedding hair and wedding eyelashes and stuff. So and Sean made me wear my white swimsuit because we, she's got, like, "You're the bride." So we, I got sunburned. My lips look horrible because my lips got sunburned. I was really good at sunscreen. I didn't even think to post. It was fantastic because we're, we're sitting there. We'd all eaten a regular food. We all had cake. I made everyone take a slice of cake, even fucking Jeremy. I had cake. Because they're like, no, I don't want any. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's You're here cake. at a wedding. <laughs> like, I have we a two-tier wedding cake for 30 people. You motherfuckers are all taking a piece. If you want to throw it away, that's your prerogative. So I made everyone take a piece. It was pretty it was good. good. It, it wasn't. It was wedding cake, man. The, it, but it wasn't Yeah, but disgusting. it was coconut wedding cake it was, with like a whip icing. The, the flavor was really good. It was like really full good. fondant and stuff. It but wasn't it, disgustingly sweet. No, and it was dry, and it actually got better the next day oh. when it got a chance, when it came out more temperature wise. Um, but anyway, so we're sitting around, and the kids all want to go to the beach, like they're dying to go to the beach, and and I'm sitting there, and I finally just said, "All right, who wants to go to the beach?" I think <laughs> everyone just like throws just their hands about up. All of us, the whole fucking house, basically, and you know that's thirty people, and I'm like, "All right." Let's go to the beach. So, like, everybody just started clearing everything and... and Put everything away. Yep. And that, drove up to Hanalei. That was probably the... F- of all the beach days, that was probably the funnest, partially because I think all of us were there. Everyone was Didn't, there. did like, everyone Almost get stung everybody. by jellyfish that time? Uh, yeah, no, just about. No, <laughs> but that was... That was, that was the other... The day before. That was at your other beach that you well, insisted but, on going to with all the millions of We had of two jellyfish stings at, Han- at Hanalei. But, but that one was so much fun because there was... Twenty of us. We out were all there out in the water, in the water with the boogie boards, and 
you broke one and I broke one and then Jonathan broke one and and then our kids broke another one. So so wow. So I'd gotten sunburned and then on one of those waves my face got pushed into the seabed. Oh my and, gosh, he so scraped like, his nose so oh, bad. My nose and my Did lips. you ever see Sean's side? Yeah. I, you, well I was there when it happened. Like, did you see Josh when he came out in the water? Like reflecting sunlight, so he had put on a whole. So Josh is a really white dude. I did not. Like, I didn't realize like actually, how like, white that's Josh right. he actually is was. Why they call white people white and not pink people? He's, he he's very white. But then he had put on a bunch of sunscreen and didn't rub it all in. So he came out and he was just like ghost white. That was so funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was so, so that, much fun. That though. was fun. We probably spent four hours. Oh yeah, I was so fucking beach. exhausted the next day. But that was probably. And then one of the funnest for the whole group, I, that was just so much fun to just hang out. Super exhausted. What did we do Monday? I don't remember. Because Tuesday was the no 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 Monday was the Monday kayak. was the kayak. So yeah, super exhausted after beach and wedding and everything else. And get up Monday and we're like, all right, let's go fucking kayak two miles up a river. So get this. This is the funniest thing. I think you've probably heard it, but the listeners haven't. Um, so there's an odd number of us. It's. It's Chris and me and Cass and Doran and then Sean. Now, she doesn't want to kayak with a stranger. And so I tell Chris, you're going to kayak with a stranger. I'll kayak with Sean. So we all take out, take off out of the inlet and, and we're so going down Tana, this river. Tana and I are together. Tana's the stranger. She's she was awesome, by the way. Her husband and son. Uh, and we're the first. We're like, we'll get in the boat first. So we get in a kayak. We kayak up. And then, and then Jody and Truman do. And then eventually everyone gets out there. We're supposed to meet close to these white canoes. But we were all playing around. So we actually met further out because we were kind of sticking around. So then that guide's like, okay, you're going to take a right and you're just going to go up that river. And he doesn't tell us where to stop yet. And so he kind of gave us some instruction on how to like not wear ourselves out zigzagging across the river, which we didn't figure out until the very end. Um, But so Jody and, and Truman go and they're like going and they're they're ahead they're of everyone they're in sync and they're and, like and chugging away Tana and I are going but we're not as fast as Truman and Jody because we're like doing zigzags but they're, across but the they're river. way ahead of us but we look point, back and we're like these guys aren't even rowing there. behind because us because what had happened is as we turned the corner just like a few hundred feet into turning the corner this the father and the son of the, or the husband Tana's and the son husband. of Tana the they fell over <laughs> they, tur- they, they capsized capsized and when they capsized, the son lost his phone, which had his ID dad. and and dad lost his phone. Was it the dad? It was the dad's phone. Phones. Anyway, yeah. So it's 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 gone, right? And uh, no, I swear it was the it son. was the dad. Okay. So anyway, I yell, capsized or whatever, because the guide was just a like he was with us, but he was ahead of us. So he comes back and he's dealing with them. Helps them back in the boat. And the so, river's not super deep. Keep no, it's it's not like it's super dangerous or anything, but it's like you're now you're not trying to get into the kayak Still, in the dock. You're trying to get it from the water. Trying to get the kayak in the water is well, and we come pain. to find Especially out this guy deep. had had heart surgery and he'd had an infection, and just a week before that they'd had to reopen it and fix it. So he's like a week out. With he's got like, an open wound with yeah. like double bandaged. Yeah, not a good idea to be <laughs> kayak. She's like, we didn't really think this through. We didn't know, by the way, they had capsized. So, so they're just, just chugging along. We're chugging along, and we don't like we don't know where to stop. And we get to a point like they're not even like we can't see them. Where we've come around a bend, and there's like because there's tons of like overgrowth and mangroves and stuff. And we get to a point where like Jody and Truman are up ahead of us just a little bit. Like we've caught up to them, and they're like it's really rocky right here. And we look forward, and there's like 
the river stops and then there's like a rock ledge. It doesn't stop. It turns into a waterfall. A a mild waterfall. It's like three feet tall. And then like there's more like really calm water above that. But it's not like kayakable river at that point. Like, I guess this is where we stop because it looks like maybe there's a trail because we knew there was hiking afterwards. And so like Jody and Truman take their kayak and like walk it up these slippery fucking rocks and like turn it around and they try to like whitewater raft down unsuccessfully because it's like three feet of rocks with they're very trying to water. go down a three foot water. they're just fuck, they're just <laughs> fucking around like hardcore <laughs> fucking around uh and the guide the guide gets up to us and he's just been going he's like yeah guys you get you're way too far just like back quite a ways that way and we're like oh so what so what happens with us is is sean and i catch up with cass and doran who had been kind of stead- just steadily going not too fast not too slow because doran's like we don't know where to stop. And he's like, if we stay with the guide, we'll get to hear stories. So he's like trying to stay back, but not like drag. So we end up kind of floating down the river together and talking and chatting. And sure enough, once the guide catches up with us, he tells us about the 24 hour flowers, which are these yellow flowers that bloom in the morning. They start to turn orange in the afternoon. They usually blow off the trees. And so they were floating along in the water. And if they stay on long enough, they turn really dark red. And they, that's, they do that cycle every day. They just, they fall off and die and more flowers bloom. Anyway, so we're, we're kayaking away and he's, and he tells the, so that the son and the, the dad kind of get ahead of us because we're chatting with the, the guide or whatnot, tells us where to stop. And so we get up there and these guys are like long gone. And so the, off goes the guide and he's like booking it down there. And, and so, I start taking Sean over. I'm like, okay, let's see how maneuverable we can get this thing. So I start maneuvering her over and she's like picking flowers. And I start like, like we're doing stuff waiting for them to come back. <laughs> we went pretty far out of the way. Like I, like I made a circle around Cass and Doran's kayak. Cause I'm like, Oh, let's see how much I can, like if I can do it. So I go around their kayak. Um, anyway, it was funny. They get back and I'm like, we've been picking flowers and we get out and Tana's goes, Oh, you really were picking flowers. I'm like, yeah, you guys were, were up there. Ways. So then there was a, a few miles hike. We stopped at a pool to do some rope swing stuff. Where uh, I almost drown. Cause Good we, times. Yeah. We do some zip lines, some more hiking, some zip lines, uh, and some more hiking, another some pool, more, another pool, some more hiking. End up doing like 10 miles of walking that day. Um, yeah well i mean but it was broken up it was like oh it was like kayak hike jump in the water i I did just about 10 miles every day at least every day we were in in zip line hike water hike like it was all broken up and then they took us back in a boat and they told us the story about the the king and the yeah really cool there's a like a, a king that they buried in a cave and that then looks kind of like a turtle. Essentially, there was an earthquake, and then another opening opened up. It looks like there's a a honu, which is a sea turtle, next to a warrior. And they're giant caves you can see with the naked eye from like. In fact, far when away. we were leaving, I was like, "Hey, look! There's the cave." Yeah, you can basically see them from the airport. So but, cool little stories and stuff. Um, we went on the ATV thing on Thursday, thir- Wednesday, Wednesday with you Wednesday, guys. Wednesday, yep. Our last full Which is a lot of fun. Um, really fucking muddy. The mud <laughs> yeah. does not come out of stuff. Nope, I ruined my clothes. Holy crap. I did not realize how bad that clay mud was going to be. Um, yeah, Cassie wore clothes that she was like, I don't care. Sean wore all black, so she was fine. I wore the swimsuit that I hated the most of all the swimsuits that I, I got. I wore an RSL jersey because I don't actually care. I own 300 of them, so it's fine. I own, I wore my Savers shorts that I paid $2 for. Do, so. do you, do I you wore own, my new water wicking Do you own anything? Oh, no. Brand do you, new. Do you own anything that's not 
savers. Some savers. A few things, but not many. Yeah, exactly. So you're fine. <laughs> like the, my shop shirt. That's the, about it. The oh. water shoes that I got worked for everything. I was super pleased because we hiked YMA in them. We hiked down to Willie's in them. We hiked Queen's Bath in them. We did uh, Hideaway. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about these two crazy fucking hikes. Hideaway. Uh, Hideaway Beach, which is um, up by a, a little condo complex um, and uh, a resort, Princeville Resort, I think, is a resort that's over there that's being redone. And the there's a like a Fort something trail that's right over there as well, I think. Um, but anyway, it's this little shitty path. You guys, did you guys go? No, but Brighton and Jonathan that's did. Right. Brighton because and Jonathan that's did. how I knew that something was wrong is because Brighton and Jonathan so went the trail. They went for that when we went to the rum tasting. Yeah, so Hideaway Beach... Like they've they've blocked off the like opening to the staircase, but it's kind of stupid because you can just slide under the rail. Um, but it's it's blocked because the condo complex owns the trail down, but all the beaches in in Hawaii are public. And so, I guess earlier this year, like in April, some dude sued the county of Kauai and that condo complex because he cut his hand on the the way down has some railing and some rope and there's some sheared off pipes and all these fucking trails have sheared off pipes and rebar in them because they're old trails that at one point just like the ones here in utah that were kept up and have fallen in disrepair in places um but anyway so they've closed that off it's fucking harrowing to go down that thing when it's wet because which it always is because it's it's kawaii so slick I mean, there's there's ropes to hold on to so you don't fucking fall. And, you know, when you get down there, the beach is awesome. It's really nice snorkeling. Uh, there's fish everywhere. It's it's the, a, the sand has got this weird wetness to it from the like it, the trees like filtering it. Sand. And it's like kinetic sand. So it's it's really it's a great beach. Uh, and local surfers surf there. And, and Nate went there every day the last time he was in Kauai. And, he and said, Ty and Jonathan were playing with the boogie boards, even though it wasn't. It's not really that. a good beach for boogie <laughs> But they were like. Diving on the, I don't know what they were doing. But so, and then the climb back up is, I think it spots tougher because like it's, there's spots that are like a, like three plus foot height climb that you have to do. Uh, and, and, uh, the shoes I took were fine though. Carissa ends up getting stuck. So it's weird because we're, we're going up this trail and we're, we're pretty near the top. Like you can't quite see the top, but you, you know that it's there. Like you can see the crest of the, and, Everybody stops. And I'm like, why is everybody stopped? And somebody says, oh, someone's stuck. So I kind of lean out and I see Brighton and Jonathan and they're both facing this way. And I can see him trying to pull somebody. And they had left slightly before us. So Josh and Chris had left like 15 minutes before us. They had left like maybe three or four minutes before us. Like not crazy, but a little bit before us. And so I'm like, oh, they're trying to help this poor person that's stuck. And I lean over and then I see Carissa's hair fall and I see the black and the white. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Carissa. So I throw all my stuff to my kids because we had our fins and I had my my towel and stuff. And I get up there and she's literally covered like from head to toe in mud and her legs are shaking and she's crying and Brighton's like, give me your hand. And she's like, I can't, I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall. And they're like, Brighton and Jonathan are like, what are we going to do? So Nate comes running up the side and he's like, how can I help? And I'm like, get on the side because she she had no grip. Like there's, she She couldn't do anything. She'd try and grab the rope and her hand would slide. And she was at one of those tall places that Chris was talking about. And she'd try and push herself up. And she was so covered in mud. She was literally like, she couldn't move. So I'm like, 
Where Bright- was this? This was at Hideaway, Hideaway Beach. Beach. So Brighton grabs one hand. I don't, Nate, was I there? No, no. you were Oh, okay. Nate gets on the other side, and then I literally just take my shoulder and just put it under her butt, and I go... One, two, three. Uh, we just <laughs> and once push. she got up, she was fine. She was fine. I fell on the way up once. I fell once we got all the way up in the mud in the parking lot because I'm a dipshit. <laughs> Benita <laughs> fell a couple times, but like so. it was it was super super muddy and and, and she'd been there for a while because like I said they left like 15 minutes before did, us. Did you go? Uh, and did you go to Queen's Bath? We, that's the one thing we didn't make it to that I wish we would have. So Queen's Bath was a very similar trail in respect. Some Not respect. as steep. So the trailhead, again, closed off with a gate that was locked, and it said, if this is locked, don't use the trailhead. It's dangerous. But if you walk 10 feet to the right, there's an open fence that you can just take really? another trail into the trailhead. <laughs> So we go in there. The beaches are all public, so technically they're not closed. But these trails are on private land, oh. and so so anyway. So we go down the trail, and everyone else is doing this. Like the way we found the opening is, some dude was coming up. He's like, "Yeah, it's just ten feet this way." So you just walk over and you go through, and it's the same similar thing, except it's all tree roots. There are no ropes or anything to help you now. And literal puddles that you're stepping in that, that are, are like, like a foot and a half deep. Yeah, but there's not. It, I actually think it was it was slicker, but I think it was a little bit easier because I don't think any of the steps were nearly as bad. Uh, they weren't as steep, and there was a lot more to kind of grab on. Um, and then once you get down there, all the way down, there's a long trail that goes out onto that. And you lava walk out rock. onto a bunch of lava, and then you get to Queen's Bath. And and Queen's Bath is freaking amazing. And I can see the space where people get into that's really dangerous. And I can see why with a high tide and stormy situations, it would be dangerous because like we were there fairly low tide, I think. And um, when some of the waves would crash over, it would push you off of the rocks into the center of the bath pretty easily. So I can imagine when the surf's really high, how bad that thing, how, how dangerous it truly is. But it was a lot of fun. Um, and, those, and so you get pretty much all cleaned off so that you can go hike back up. Uh, the hike up the mud. But the hike back up is actually, I think, a lot easier than the hike down. Although, so on the way down, Vanita <laughs> falls. And at first I thought she slammed her face into a stick that was sticking out of the ground. No, that was on the way back up. Was this the snorkeling? Because Sean fell right behind her. That, that was, was on, on the way, way back. back up. That's what I said, on the, the way back up. The first one was the snorkeling. This was Queen's Bath. This they is did Queen's Bath. After we oh, left. okay. So this was, we did this like, on Thursday. the beach. Yeah, and so the day yeah. we were leaving. When they so bike. she fell, and then so Sean comes running up behind her because he'd stopped to take pictures or whatever. He comes up, helps her up, and literally steps in the same spot and falls on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, "Well, if you guys would have been out of the way, I would have been able to make it. I'd have just kept running." And we're like, "Uh huh, okay, <laughs> whatever." So we, so, dude. we did go to Glass Beach. Did you guys? No, go? I didn't get a chance to go to so Glass, Glass Beach. So Glass Beach has a section of it that there's a shipwreck. Oh, it was cool. It was so there's like engine pieces there's like i mean you can't really you know it's a shipwreck but it's, it's so, so linker it's been worn and stuff it's yeah big piece of a of a engine gears but it's all like rusted together and like almost into the rocks oh that's cool but it was really cool uh yeah, Glass Beach was it's, yeah. it was another small kind of beach, but it was cool. The interesting thing is, like, I really I'm so glad we chose the north side of the island. It sucked driving so far to go to some different stuff, but I think I, maybe it was John that said it best. Every single one of those beaches on the north side had a different feel. Oh yeah, and they were all within ten minutes. Like just very like Hanalei Beach is my favorite that we went to. Like Me in too. terms of like activities and space and it's and, so big that. Even with a lot of people, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, versus like we went to Poipu early in the morning, 
uh, to do some snorkeling one day, the day we did the ATV stuff. Was it that day that we no, went? No, it was the next day. It was the next day that we went. No, when we did the actual snorkeling and boogie boarding oh. day. And there were a ton of fucking people there. And it's not a very big beach. And so it was really crowded. Um, but yeah, Honolulu never felt like that. Yep. Um, so I, I'm glad that we chose the North Shore. Um, yep. We did go hike Waimea Canyon, which is one of the big reasons we went. Uh, we did that on Friday. Um, the overlooks were really cool. You got a, you, you could get up to the top and really see the canyon from the overlooks without having to do any kind of actual hiking. Uh, but the hike itself that we did was a fairly easy hike. Uh, went out to this really cool waterfall. And then there was another part of the waterfall that, um, so Chris wasn't feeling great, so he didn't want to do it. And Vanita scared of heights, so they stayed behind. Mm-hmm. And I went with Sean and um, Nate, and they showed me a different way to, to go so they didn't have to scale as many rocks, but you still had to kind of climb down to it. But you could go out onto this rock and literally just stand out over the edge of the second waterfall awesome. and just look out at the expanse. Yeah, it's just cool. So. so on our way out, we did that, the lighthouse at the very, very southernmost tip of the island. And you can get right up to it. You don't have to have. But but we saw sea turtles. And all the airplanes flew right over. Yeah, it was yeah. right by the airport. We saw a ton of sea turtles uh, when we went to Poipu in the morning. Because they were beached, and so you could just like... Oh, cool. That's just where they come to sleep in the evenings. And when we, were, when we were boogie boarding, the beach next to Poipu, what's it called? Bent Neck. Um, where I sent the pictures of all the signs, like, be careful. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and, and there's really, like, there's actually cross current there where this wave oh, just so randomly cool. would come and hit the waves that were coming to the beach and smack it sideways and it, it would create and these this fucking big... little kids that are like seven years these old. Locals, uh, these locals are boogie boarding with their little fins. And they would see when it would happen and they'd ride it. And, and they're like, going like 10, 15 feet up, up in the air and coming wow. back down. Well, that, that day we were all boogie boarding. There was those little like six year olds around us. Just like cracking like, the just, waves up. Like, yeah. And we're all these. Yeah. And these waves over at Bent Neck are really <laughs> they're good for big. boogie boarding. Like, <laughs> well, and what was Sorry. What was really cool is um, when the waves would come up, they were so big and clear for so long, you could actually see the turtle in the waves. Oh, nice. Like the whole silhouette, like in the way. It was like the coolest. That's really cool. It was yeah. really cool. It was super fun. And um, Doran, Cassie's boyfriend, is really good at boogie boarding. So he was out there and he was saying there was one that was kept swimming around him and he kept like brushing up against his feet and his legs and stuff. And so he was feeling like his fins and stuff. So, Julia, what was your favorite part of the trip? I really liked the rafting. I thought that was a lot of fun. Or the tubing. That was pretty cool. I was like, I was in the very back because my tube ended up being the slowest. So I kind of got my little like personal tour with the two guys in the back. So That's where we fun. had the thruple, the lesbians and then the thruple, the yes. three dudes. In the Speedos. And then uh, <laughs> what about you, Jeremy? What was your favorite? So we were kind of <laughs> discussing this on the way home. And there's two ways that I look at it. The the experience as a whole, I thought was just so amazing. All of us there, not worrying about work, not worrying about school, not worrying about bills, not worrying about any of that kind of stuff, and being able to spend that many days with our friends. The overall experience was once in a lifetime and amazing. So I would have to say that. However, the single most a fun event was it's a tie for me between the the rafting and the ATVs that was so much fun in those ATVs covered in mud it took me a minute cuz i had went the wrong way yeah. he went down yeah. a wrong path and so Got him we lost. followed him cuz he was going so slow that no we 
he lost everyone else in front of us. We were in the very back. And the tour guides had to turn around and come chase after us. Like, you but guys the road we went way. down was so muddy. And they're like, they had to close this road. I'm like, I can see why. But th- that was that was a fun experience. It's weird because I hate getting dirty. So it was really hard for me to even get into the thing. But once like the mud started falling on me, I could not stop laughing. I was laughing so hard. I was crying under the goggles. And uh. you're full of mud. And you can't like wipe well, like there's nothing to you'd hit a mud puddle and it was starting to rain and so like you're trying to wipe it off your goggles and it's just smearing but you're driving right. like a like crazy going through and these. we had a couple of different detours like we'd stop and get out and we'd learn about like where they oh, filmed yeah. movies and we went Those, through like a, a world, world war ii bunker. bunkers that, that was, was cool. cool yeah that was really cool that world war ii bunker thing was awesome what about you brie what was your favorite part of the trip the wedding Besides the wedding. Besides getting married, because you can't. That's, a <laughs> that's the out. obvious one. What was your favorite other activity? Or event, I guess you could say. Wedding? I don't know. I, I That was like that whole experience, that whole day, as a person with horrible, crippling, like anxiety and panic attacks and stuff, I worried about how that day would go. And everything just went. It just fell into place and I didn't have to worry about anything and people were where they needed to be and things were where they needed to be. And it was kind of fun. Like once we got to the beach that day, so like that whole day because we got to the beach afterwards and I'm sitting there and like, I look out and I'm like, Oh my God, I just got married this morning. Like it was just so the whole day was very, very surreal in the fact that like the rest of the day was so just like, normal Hawaii day, but it started out <laughs> with my wedding. Um, it, it was just, it was just fun. Um, I yeah. liked that it was a morning wedding and not an evening wedding. <laughs> I picked, cause then time. we all got to just go have fun. After. So, yep. I mean, obviously I have to say getting married, but <clears throat> outside of that, you don't have to say that. No, I do. That was, I mean, that's the whole point of going. Um, I'm with Jeremy. I think that the, the overall experience of the guys, this is the first like real vacation I've had in several years, not just because of COVID, but you know, Alaska was, that was our last, you which, know, which was, was August of 2019, um, was the last time that I got to actually be away from work, disconnect, disconnect from everything. Like I didn't look at news when I was in Hawaii. I, I, I just disconnected and enjoyed the time with my family and with my friends. And, I, you know, people need that, right? You need that time where you don't have those worries of day-to-day life. I didn't think about anything to do with home. And so that was a, that was a big deal for me. That always is. That's, that, that's the sign of a true vacation to me is being able to completely disconnect and reset yourself. Um, but I would say, you know, outside of the obvious – Probably my favorite part of the trip is just the beach time with everyone. I love the water. I love the beach. I could spend 12 hours a day in the water. I will be fucking exhausted as shit because boogie boarding takes a lot out of you when you're 40, apparently. And that ocean, those waves, there were some of those. Even just trying to stand there in those waves. And is... then, well, and then you feel like you've been running forever and you turn around, and you're like 10 feet away yeah. but because you're fighting the currents. And then some of those waves, like I was up on top and Nate would be below me and I felt like I was 10 feet above him and then would come crashing. It's a crazy workout. Yeah. It's, man, it was fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed my time there. I, I love the, 
The thing is, and this is why I'm going to bring this whole episode about Hawaii back to Utah. <laughs> uh, to me, part of why I know I'm fit to live in Utah is when I looked at the mountains in Hawaii, I thought about the mountains back home. Um, and the mountains in Kauai are beautiful. They are always mist covered, uh, especially on the North Shore where we have the high peaks. Um, but uh, I continue to think about home every time because I just, I love Utah. I love it dearly. We don't have an ocean. That's all we're missing. But we can go ATVing in the, in the forest here. A lot of people do that on a regular basis. Tubing, you can, you do can the tubing. tube, you can kayak, you can, uh, you know, um, hike, hike and, and, uh, Stupid. Pad- Some people can paddleboard. I can't. I <laughs> fucking fall off every time. Tried it a lot. I'm really not good at it. Um, but you can do all of that stuff here. And so, um, you know, the difference is it's not 80 degrees with 80% humidity year round here. Um, but it's, uh, I, it was great to go to Hawaii, but I certainly missed Utah. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy to be back. I, I love this state. Um, I do miss the humidity though. Holy shit. I, I don't miss it for my hair because I have the worst hair. Even my hairdresser was like, yeah, this, uh, I, your hair doesn't do anything. Like she had so much hairspray in my hair. It was like, it still looked cute. I mean, it did, but you don't know how much hairspray she had to use. I think she probably used the whole damn can. But it's just been a couple of days and I'm already dried out. Yeah. My nose. I, I've had a bloody nose on and off yeah. all day today. So let's do a tarot card and get the fuck out of here. Okay. We'll let the bride do it. What about the groom? You've been talking too much. <laughs> I have to talk too much. You just read it. Okay. You read that side first. Get some fucking sleep. Oh, look. <laughs> oh. That is fucking appropriate for jet lag. No doubt about it. And for me, since I haven't been able to sleep, you are being an ass because you are fucking tired. <laughs> Space so to pillow now. Oh, you're going to bite some pillows later. <laughs> <laughs> Pillow fighter extraordinaire. Well, there you go. Get some fucking sleep, guys. Uh, hopefully you liked what you heard. Share it, please. Uh, that's the best thing that you can do for us. Uh, follow us on all the social media at TNU Podcast. TheNewUtah.com is our website. We've been really good about keeping shit updated even while we were gone. Um, hopefully that trend Woo. will continue. Uh, and I will leave you with uh, one question. And that is, why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs>